Bernadette, and I am here with my beautiful, gorgeous soul sister, Amy J. Pittman, for the Sunday ceremony. And you all will probably recognize um, Amy's name from the lives, um, on the forums, you know, wildpackwisdom.com forward slash forums. And she, you know, I always introduce her. She's like, the, it's a right hand doesn't even cover it. Like my day doesn't, I can't function without my Amy. So anyway, um, we had, Amy and I had a happening this week together and it just really got me thinking that you, you all, you all might could benefit by hearing Amy's backstory and knowing like where she started and where she is now and what it's done for her you know, that nature thing within the world of metaphysics, right? And she has graciously, graciously agreed to share some really personal, um, just like, oh my gosh, I'm already, I'm already getting goosebumps. I'm like, and already getting emotional because I've known, I've known Amy for a while and I, are, I always say she's the daughter that I never had. And so that's really what today is all about. And so I hope, uh, I hope that you all will, um, I just hope that you all will benefit from this and take away uh, for you, what is meaningful for you. And then you can just leave the, less, the rest on the table, but you just never know. A couple weeks from now, there might be same things that just come up and you're like, oh my gosh, that was what that was about, right? So, all right. So Amy, um, how about maybe we start with you just, I, I don't even remember. I don't even remember. I know we met here in Gainesville. Mm -hmm. And I think you came for a reading one time and then you took a couple of classes and then we just kind of stayed in touch and stayed in touch and then kind of here we are. And really, I think that maybe the most important part of your starting on your journey is where you came from, what you had to overcome with inside of yourself um, to be willing to, or confident enough to start on your journey. And, and just so you all know what that is, is psychic mediumship, tarot reader, um, energy healer. And we have a little bit of a similar background just because we're from the country and we like it that way. Right. <laughs> yes. So, Cause you're from what little old town are you from? Perry, Florida. Perry, Florida. <laughs> whoop, whoop. And she was, Amy saved the day. If y'all have been following the cat, the cat adoption story, um, Amy saved the day um, when I was adopting a couple of cats and she, there was this whole kerfuffle about cities we were supposed to meet in to do the cat exchange. And the, I thought we were going to Perry, Florida and Tanya, my, my, my girl, Tanya, that thought we were meeting Perry, Georgia. And Amy said, hey, you said Perry, Georgia in the live. And I was like, no, I didn't. She's like, yes, you did. And come to find out, we had our wires crossed. Anyway, we ended up meeting in Valdosta, Georgia. So you're from uh, a real small place and it's really a conservative kind of uh, community like I grew up in, right? Yes, absolutely. Very so, conservative, very old school, very you know small town. Right. And so maybe like, when did you start knowing that you were interested, like really, truly interested, not like you saw the craft or practical magic on <laughs> Halloween and were like, Ooh, I want to do that. But, um, you know, when, when did you know you had that calling and then what, what kept you from it for so long? And then what, what got you to get involved? And then, um, after we hear a little bit about that, I'd like to share our story of what happened with between us this week and then talk about some other things if that's okay. 
That sounds good. Um, Well, I mean, for as long as I can remember, I was always drawn to, um, I didn't, well, let me just say, I didn't know a whole lot about, you know, the woo-woo world, of course, coming from where I was from and the family I was in, very conservative and traditional. Um, But I remember for as long as I can remember being so interested in tarot cards and just, you know, hearing the people around me be like, you know, that's evil, that's bad, all of that. I didn't care. I was like, that is so intriguing. But, you know, growing up how I did and the beliefs that were instilled in me, I, I, I held back and I held myself back for so long. And I even remember, you know, telling friends and family, like, if you ever wonder what to get me for a gift, I'd love to try a tarot deck, but <laughs> it never, it never happened. But um, may I ask you a question about that? Man, mm-hmm. that is a, That is an amazingly insightful piece of information, I think. And what that means is when you say that you always asked other people to get you something as a gift, had you at that point gotten your own deck? No. So see, that's really interesting because just from how, how the mind works kind of thing, I wonder, and I'm no medical professional of any kind. I haven't been trained in all that kind of, I don't, I don't, I don't have any degree, but just, it's almost like you were asking for permission by, by asking them to get you the deck would, would potentially have implied uh, an acceptance and, uh, or, a, or a, non, a non-excommunication. And, and what I mean by that is, it, gosh, Amy, the, oh my gosh, the synchronicities between you and I this week, they just keep, they keep rolling and rolling and rolling in because I've just been deep diving while everything else is going on, right? And thank you, thank you everyone for all of your patience um, through cat adoptions and hurricanes and any, everything. Um, but I've been, I've been doing a lot of deep diving on what's considered really natural like what, what really is natural? Because that's, I think that's why I'm pretty sure I have enough data that I've gathered on my own. I think that I just, I wonder why I get so many emails and so many messages and so many texts and just of people being like, I've been a reader for this long, or I've been a healer for this long, but working with your Arc Animal Tarot and Oracle deck, and this is not, I promise you, this is not a plug about the deck, but it is a plug about nature and it is a plug about animals and it is a plug about your natural abilities and your natural inclinations because one of the biggest inclinations that we have as a species is we do not wanna be cut away from the herd. And And it goes back to our very survival. I mean, there was a time when if you got cut out from your clan or your tribe, you, you were probably going to die. Now, not everybody, some people could stand on their own through the ice age and this and that, but mostly if you didn't band together, you, you were going, you were going to wherever you go after you die, whatever you think. So you, you were, as I see it, I don't know this to be true, but as I see it, you were already in moves to try to, to try to get what you wanted, but not be cut out of your herd which is such a crazy word because 
Wait till we, well, Amy and I even get to the word herd. This, oh my gosh. Okay. So, the word of the week. <laughs> it is the word of the week, herd. And you heard it here first, right? So, and we, oh my goodness. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know that that observation is correct, but I, I wanted to maybe put that out there because so many people want to get started and so many people are called and they're just like so afraid of what friends and family and society and whatever's going to think. Mm -hmm. and, Yes. Okay. So, so what's your story from there? Well, you just kind of blew my mind about that because that feels very, very accurate as to why I didn't just go buy one for myself, you know, and I was mm -hmm. kind of looking, you know, for other people to approve it, to, you know, gift it to me kind of thing. And, um, so I just kind of went on with my merry way and, you know, didn't really for years and years and years, never tapped into it until, um, my mom and I wanted to find somebody in Gainesville locally to get a reading from, and we just decided that's something we wanted to do. And, um, so I did some research and of course was drawn to Bernadette on the internet. Thank you. Thank you. That <laughs> so, it was, it was totally meant to be. Cause this was how many years ago was this, Amy? This was like eight years ago, seven years ago. It had to like, be something like that yeah it has to be I don't even know it anymore. has to be um but we we got a reading with you and um that kind of like jump-started things again inside of me because I felt like for years and years I kind of I just buried it I never went any anywhere with it and I was like you know what I need to explore this again you know I I moved out of that small town I've done a lot of living I've done a lot of seeing and experiencing I need you know I need to start this again so I took some of your classes locally back when, you know, you had um, the office in Gainesville and we had the classes and I, I think I took two of them in mm -hmm. person and back in a it. day, back in a day, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. 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 I learned so much, but at the time I was like banging my head against the wall. I was like, I know this is what I want. I know this is where I want to go. I know this is what I want to tap into, but it just was not sparking for me. And I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, thinking what's wrong. You know, I went through the whole what's wrong with me and all of that. Well, fast forward to, I was just telling you, I think it's a year ago right now um, during the pandemic, we were, you know, working from home. We had the toddler home with us. It was really like isolating and chaotic. And, you know, I know a lot of people around the world did a lot of soul searching and deep diving and that kind of thing during during lockdown because what you know what else do, do you do except face your demons and face you know everything that that you want to be true or that you thought was true anyway so I started feeling a certain way like things were kind of falling away from me um a lot of worldly things my job all that kind of stuff I was losing interest in and the first thing I did was text you <laughs> and I was like Bernadette this is what I'm feeling this is what's going on with me, what's going on. And you said, you're having a spiritual awakening. And I was like, finally. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, see, it, it, you know, I, I really, gosh, I wish people would be so much more gentle with themselves because, okay. and patient, because you just said the magic words, right? You said that well, I don't remember the exact words that you said, but you were like, well, I didn't do it and I didn't do it and I didn't do it. And then finally, 
-hmm. you know, whether it was the pandemic that triggered it or whatever, but you had even had a huge, a huge thing happen within metaphysics um, that truly was life or death. And even that did not spur you to go ahead and make the move. And you have so graciously agreed to share the story. And so maybe you can share the story about Finley, your little one and yes, all of that, you know, cause that was, oh my God, my heart, my heart for you, my heart for you, you know? Yeah. So, so well, I, I'll, I'll give you a quick rundown of the story. And I think, you know, thinking back of this, this all happened in 2018. Um, so this was probably the beginning of that spiritual awakening, you yep. know, starting to ramp up. And I, um, I was pregnant. I would just gotten married in 2017 and we got pregnant. We were having a baby right away. Um, and I was told in my pregnancy that she had a heart condition, um, transposition of the great arteries. And of course it freaked us out, but we had the best care. We were with Shans here in Gainesville. They, you know, great, great, great hospital for, um, for pediatrics and yeah. heart, all that kind of stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so we felt safe. They encouraged us. Everything will be fine. The surgery is routine. It'll be no, it'll be great. You know, so we're like, cool, we're, this is going to happen. So, um, long story short, I was in the hospital for a month before I had her because I had health issues. And so it came time for her to come and, um, her birth was very dramatic. She pretty much birthed herself in the bed under the blanket. My husband found her <laughs> like nobody knew it. It was crazy. And on top of that, um, her surgery was delayed for her heart. And um, once they finally did the surgery, it, there were a lot of problems and it was devastating and scary. And I can't, like now it doesn't even seem like it really happened. It seems like a movie, but um, she was on life support for a week and it was, it was really, really, really bad. We didn't know if we were gonna, you know, what was happening. The doctors weren't really sure either. And they were just saying, we just gotta wait and see, we don't know. So I called Bernadette. <laughs> I was like, you know, listen, this is what's going on. She already knew, you know, about the possible, you know, that the heart situation and all that kind of stuff. So I went to Bernadette and she really, really helped. Um, basically told me everything was going to be okay. And then gave me some pointers on how to try to help heal her without touching her, you know, give her like. Because you couldn't touch her. Yeah, she was. Oh, it was terrible, y'all. Oh, so many, she was hooked up to so many things. So she gave me some tips on how to like, um, put, you know, healing energy around her and keep that up and that kind of a thing. And y'all, I, I just, she healed beautifully. And then, you know, she, before we knew it, she was home and still, you know, she's three and a half now. They're saying like, when we go see the doctor, they still can't believe that she recovered from that. So I was like, oh my goodness, you know, there's, there's something bigger going on here. And, you know, and I already knew it in my gut and already, you know, had seen evidence of it everywhere, but this, you know, this hit home with our baby girl. And I was like, you know, that there's something much bigger at work here. Well, so. it was, a it was a very scary time. And, you know, I, you know, well, for you, Amy, you know, you, you've become a professional psychic medium, um, tarot reader, and you're, you're just at the beginning of your journey of 
you know, when I say professional, I mean like, okay, well, you are confident enough that you've, you know, that you've practiced enough and you've, you've had enough accuracy, you know, repeated accuracy that you're like, okay, well, I'm going to dip my toe in and charge for this. And, you know, yeah. and so, um, and you know that when, when you have a certain um, reputation uh, or a certain standing like people, what I'm trying to get to is I've been doing this long enough and I know enough people, enough clients that when really life-threatening things happen, um, and sometimes even, you know, law enforcement or that kind of thing will contact me, that it is my choice to, to, to read for that situation. However, um, I will tell all of you all that are, um, you know, that are, are on the fence about, you know, whether to get started as a metaphysician. And I, I just call it metaphysician because if you're a reader, really my opinion uh, is that you should, not that you should, or not that you need to, but you can do very, very well by yourself, the universe, your clients. If you come to think of yourself as a metaphysician and you learn as much as you can about everything and and this is going to be a really great lead into the story for this that we we wanted to do this video about of what happened with Amy and I this week and then just continued to be happening through this um, video because it, it can put you in a, in a really in a terrifying situation when people ask you the life and death questions. And I've had my fair share of parents that have come to me and said, is my child going to live or die? And it can be a potentially litigious situation. And I, you know, most psychic teachers they don't talk about that. They just want to talk about the white light and the protection and the this and the that. But you know what? The second you utter, utter a word to somebody and the second you accept their money, you, you are then in a position. And so I never, ever say um, someone is going to live or someone is going to die because I don't. I don't ever get those messages like that in that way from spirit, but what I am shown speaks very specifically to that. And then I, I, I address that with each parent uh, or, or anybody. I mean, I've had people come about their fiancés, about their parents, you know, that kind of thing about themselves. Um, and so, and certainly about their pets, you know, their animals, their fur babies, that kind of thing. So you know, when you talk about uh, wanting to do this work, it, this is this video, this this sharing with you all today is not meant to be a downer. It is not meant to be negative in any way. What it's actually meant to be is quite inspiring, because if oh, we get all choked up about it, <clears throat> you know, it's so weird. I don't think of myself this way. I'm just some country girl that can talk to dead people, talk to dead people and animals. I swanee, I think of myself that way. And anybody that knows me knows that's truly how I am, right? I'm not one of those ethereal people that, you know, I'm like, I'm boogity boogity tapped in because I think it's really natural. I just think it's part of who we are. And um, the more I work with the animal allies and the more that people write me about their experiences, it's not about the arc or the cards. It's about that that's been the vehicle, that's been the vessel for them to go, oh, that's how it feels, or that's what it looks like, or that's how I can really tap in to the animal medicine and the animal magic. And 
and it's just it's it's nature it's who you are it's what we're designed to be it's biological right there's a spiritual component i believe i can't prove it but science can prove the biological part of it right where i'm going with all of this is this is really meant to be very inspiring because if you are watching this video at this point or you are subscribed to my channel or you know in my community in my forums or whatever you you're part of the herd, you're part of the pack, and you're being called to do work that is so sacred that I hope that Amy's story will inspire you that it, if you're being called, there's a reason for it. And it can be a really, you know, profound, deep, life altering, that kind of thing. So what, what ultimately uh, can happen is well, you just really never know where the magic's going to lead. Like, you know, Amy had to get through all of that and you had to get on the other side of that. And then you had your awakening had to keep going. And then it, then it came to pass, you know, you were talking about wanting to leave your job and that, and she'd been at that job, what, eight years, nine years. Oh, it was like six. Okay. Yeah. But you know, a long time. Yeah. That's <laughs> a long time. And so, you know, and through it all, I've been telling Amy, you're supposed to be doing, you're supposed to be a professional psychic medium terrorist. You're supposed to be a professional. I mean, I've sounded like, you know, Rain Man, you know, psychic reader, definitely psychic reader, psychic reader, definitely psychic reader. Um, but you know, people have to come to things at their own time, but it just happened that when Amy wanted to leave her job, that was when I was like, okay, I, I can't hang, man. I, 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 mm. Uncle, I've got to get a personal assistant right-hand person. But in my world, what I do is, you know, I publish, you know, two of the largest metaphysical portals on the internet, you know, 14 and a half million page views last year. So I've got to have somebody that knows about, you know, how to work with WordPress and how to do this and all the things that I do behind the scenes. And oh, by the way, I need somebody that knows how to do this, do this. And you can't, the time it takes to train somebody to do that, it's just not worth it at that point. It, 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 it takes what you would invest in time to do that. You could just invest in time just to do it your dang self, right? But right. I was like, I'm, I'm going under, I've got to have it. And, you know, I was like, Hmm. Amy, do you know how to do this? Absolutely. Amy, do you know how to do this? Absolutely. Amy, are you interested in this? Oh my God. I was just thinking about that. Amy, are you interested in this? Oh my God. And that was it, man. We were off to the races and I don't know about for you. I'm sure, listen, I'm sure you want to call me on the head on many occasions, but you, I just wake up every day going, I've got angels on my shoulder, Amy. So, <laughs> so I thank you so much um, for that. But what that's led up to is just crazy. Um, the other day, just to, so as you all know, um, or some of you will know, last 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 week, oh my God, it's all starting to blur. Last week, I think it was, yeah, week and a half ago, I had uh, I had an opportunity plunked in front of me, and and it it I man, I had to really sit with it and think, do I want to do this? Because what it was going to take to meet meet the opportunity by the deadline a no joke deadline, not you can slide it in, not, it was a deadline. Um, I, I, I was told absolutely, be, not even absolutely. Basically what I heard was my mom's voice say, get your 
ass in gear and let's go. And when my mom used to talk to me like that, I'd be like, ma'am, yes, ma'am, because she wasn't playing. So uh, I got the whole team together. I said, this is what's happening. Can we pivot this quickly? And can you hang in there with me to help me? Because it's going to mean five or six days of some very long hours. And I, I cannot do this without you. And they were like, yeah, we're game. So thanks to Joel and thanks to um, Glenda, who's the designer of the book. She's, she's the new book that's coming out. She's the one with all those beautiful pages and all the beautiful cover and everything. She's the mastermind behind that. And thanks to Amy, um, you know, Teapot, Maureen, um, you guys will know them from the lives. They were able to take care of some other things. We, we were able to get her done. And, and we have, in a different way, already seen some forward momentum. So uh, we're feeling very positive about it. And a couple of days ago, I was just sitting here going, oh my God, there's a hurricane coming. There's this, there's that. I was like, oh my God, I got to hurry up and do this because if the power goes out, I'm screwed. Yuck, 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 yuck. And I went, and all of a sudden, now I tell y'all I get visions. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. I mean, like the kind of stuff you see in film and television because art imitates life. And I thought maybe the hurricane got there early or I thought trucks were going through the neighborhood or something, but my chair started to vibrate in my office. And then I looked and I, 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 everything on my desk was vibrating. Now, I, I don't know at this point if that was physical, like for real in this 3D world, I believe it was, but I know for dang skippy sure it was real in my psychic mind. And I went and I looked over my left shoulder and here comes a herd, not one, not two, but a herd of white bison, white buffalo, white bison, right? A herd. They thundered through my office like you see in videos and it was loud and it was dusty and they are smelly and they are big and I'm just looking at them. And then a few of them hung out in my office for literally a second. And I was like, what? Why is your stinking up my office? And one of them turned, not true. I heard several of them say, tell Amy we're on our way to her house. I was like, okay, but I'm not kidding about this. Y'all, the other day when I did that video about, um, uh, oh, uh, we'll, I'll, Joel will put the video somewhere here at the very end. You can watch it. But I did a video about day two of the Kitty Adoption Chronicles because they were hiding out in my house somewhere. They'd gotten out of the, anyway, long story short, there were some of the biggest poos I have ever seen. I, I don't even know. At this point, I thought I didn't know where those poos came from because honest to God, y'all, there isn't a cat, there isn't my dog, not my dog, couldn't leave anything this big. And I, I know, I, I absolutely know that was a, this is going to sound crazy. This is going to be for some of y'all, you'd be like, come on, Vernet, that's a stretch. But I think it was a precursor to the buffaloes coming through because I, when I started researching it more, I, I've never learned so much about the symbolism of poo in my life as I have the last 48 hours. Cause I was like, what does this have to do with anything? But apparently uh, there are animals in the world, you know, they say that it's good luck if a bird poops on you, right? Well, that's what we say here in the South. But there's apparently across all cultures for all time, there's all kinds of myths 
and whatnot about the appearance of dung or that kind of, it's amazing. So anyway, I pinged Amy and I was like, Amy, she goes, yes. And we're chatting, you know, way um, I aming. And um, I said, have you been working with white bison or pentacles lately? And she was like, uh, pentacles have been everywhere. Why? And I said, well, there's a herd of white bison on the way to you. And I said, that's the ace of pentacles in the um, Arc Animal Tarot and Oracle deck. So what do you got going on over there? Now, I don't, at this point, I, I still don't know what, how, why that was meaningful for her, but it for sure was. So Amy, if you can, whatever you can share about why that was so meaningful for you, that would be really awesome. Okay, so crazy, y'all. Like <laughs> cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. Yeah, cuckoo, I've, cuckoo, I've got chills all over again. Um, right, right. I so recently, and um, I have a, I have two cousins that can attest to this, but um, the Pentacles have been stalking <laughs> recently. Have they been stalking you? Yes, and, and um, most specifically the ace of pentacles and so I was like what in the world and then as soon as she told me that I pulled out her deck and her book um to look up the white buffalo ace of pentacles to see what was written in there and let me interject just one thing sorry to cut you off but but Amy Amy first of all this is not a plug for the arc but why she brings it up is Amy rarely uses the arc it's it's just not she likes it she loves animals I mean she's an animal but as a reader, that's not what draws her. The mm -hmm. only reason she pulled this out was to, because I said, well, you know, it's this card in my deck. And if it hadn't been about the Ace of Pentacles and or Pentacles at large, she probably would have blown it off. No, well, not maybe, probably not blown it off, but she wouldn't have stopped, you know, and gone. Yeah. Okay, so what what did you get from reading the... Well, I, oh, reading about the Ace of Pentacles, um, <laughs> about new things coming, new beginnings, um, you know, to fruition, abundance, that kind of a thing. I recently, um, you know, with starting with my practice and with my readings and things like that, I really felt blocked. Like I wasn't um, at my full potential and I was really frustrated for a long time. And honestly, I went through, and Bernadette knows, I went through some drama the past few weeks. Drama. And um, drama. I feel like that has helped me clear those blocks and heal what was causing those blocks. And I'm going to be honest and say a lot of it was um, self-confidence and um, standing up for myself and putting myself first and all of that kind of a thing. And when I was reading, oh my gosh, I have so much electricity going through me right now. When I was reading the book, um, Bernadette's book on uh, White Buffalo and Ace of Pentacles, it kept talking about, you know, things opening up and starting. And I'm like, yes, I feel that. I feel that those blocks are gone and my momentum is picking up and picking up. And then I read about the White Buffalo and there was a part in there about how they're big and you can lean on them and you can put your burdens on them and because they're big enough to carry them for you and I was just in tears because I'm like this has been happening for me you know they've been there for me I've uh, helping me get through these blocks and 
to get rid of those burdens so I can move forward. And it's just kind of what has been consuming me the past few weeks. So it was, it was not surprising just because I've been going through it, but the fact that White Buffalo kind of said, hey, we're here, hello, you know, and made me realize, you know, they're the ones that have been helping me. And, um, I and just, let's be right. And let's be really clear about this. A herd of white buffalo. First of all, yes. it's considered magical and, and, and mythical and extraordinary. If, if you are ever to see a natural, a, a one white buffalo naturally in occurrence and, you know, whether they're on a, a protected land or, you know, out in the wild, they're, you know, they're not a lot left out in the wild anymore, but, um, but a herd, okay, that says something. And then that message just kept carrying on because here you show. <laughs> what happened this morning? I was like, hey, Amy, we didn't talk about this, but how about we do this video? And she's like, I'm totally game. So we both ran and, you know, got showered and put our faces on because y'all, there have been a hurricane coming through. Hurricane We've been through. sitting in our house. Y'all see the bags under my eyes. I've just been up for, for 72 hours patrolling my house, making sure if I had to make the great escape, I was prepared to tote all these animals and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, so what has showed, so what happened so, this <laughs> My mom got me this for Christmas, I think. I don't remember, but um, it's been hanging on the closet behind me in my office for months and months and months, just hanging there. And when I went into the closet to try to figure out what I was going to wear, I looked down and- Heard but, that. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. So it, it was in front of her. Well, it was in back of her, but it was in front of her the whole time, but she never made yeah. the connection. But I'll bet, I mean- you know, just the energy that would have been, um, uh, you know, a catalyst for for that coming back into your awareness this morning was was to come, you know, come be part of this video and and be willing to share your story because there's some really deeply personal stuff that, you know, has gone on for you in the in the last years and some really truly life or death kinds of things and you know, and through it all, you are moving forward, moving forward and, and getting strong like that Buffalo or the bison. And, you know, it's just, it's just one thing after the other. Well, you know, every now and again, I will test Amy and I'll hit her up and I'll go, Hey, why don't you pull some cards on this? And so, um, this thing, uh, that we pivoted on and we all spent like, a week, 24, 24 hours around the clock getting, you know, getting accomplished. Uh, I hadn't asked her to pull any cards on it, but she did this time. And what were the cards that you got? And you use the arc and I don't, and I didn't ask her which deck to use. All I mm -hmm. said was, would you pull some cards? And you've got a, Amy's got a number got a of decks that she works with. Right. And so I didn't know what she was going to pull and, and you chose to pull from the arc. Why? Well, number one, because our, I had it out with the white buffalo, you know, I, I had the cards out, I had the book out and everything. And then we started talking about um, pulling cards for, you know, your thing that we worked on last week. And I went to grab, you know, one of my go-to decks and I was like, no, the arc is open for a reason. I mean, it's open, it's here. Yeah. I'm going to use it. So <laughs> I took that as, nope, I need to use this deck. So I pulled the eight of pentacles um the ace of cups the nautilus and the eight of pentacles is the giraffe i pulled those two cards and then i pulled the king of swords the two of cups 
Oh man. Right. So from the arc, what you pulled was the eight of pentacles. The giraffe. We well, we could look in the chat to see that. My yeah. memory, my memory of it is you pulled the Nautilus card, which is the Ace of Cups from mm -hmm. the Ark, mm -hmm. and the Two of Cups, which are the Warthogs, and mm -hmm. then the and then the King of Swords, which is the Condor. Yes. And then mm -hmm. right. And then what you did was you followed it up with the Light Workers deck. Isn't that the one? The Light The Light Seers Tarot. Light Seers Tarot. And you did that why like why did you choose why did you once you drew those three cards why did you choose to follow up with three more cards and from a different deck and from that deck in particular why were you why were you led to do that i just i have a i have a system that i'm developing it's still you know it just feels really really uh deep to me where if i pull whether it be like main cards, like a card from Bernadette's deck, you know, with the animal and it's, you know, I, I consider those like a main card, that or like an Oracle card. And then um, I use just a regular tarot deck, like the Lightseer's Tarot, just to um, pull clarifying cards for it to give it more depth and see, you know, try to break it down some more and get more input into it. I, um, I'm not sure why I chose that deck, but it's it's one of my go-tos and I just love it. And I, I, I use it a lot when I read other people okay. um, and it, it just gives me really accurate reading. So I really like using those for my clarifying cards around a main card. Right. So what Amy would have no way of knowing is that, you know, based on the, based on what the, 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 the thing is that she was <laughs> pulling for, she was pulling the tarot cards for, the Ace of Cups could not have been any more perfect because that is all about water, right? That's all about your deep emotions. And even though you can consider, you could, some people do, some people don't, that the Cups suit is the least mature, um, you know, suit of the tarot because, you know, you come in everything emotionally and then as you mature, you get on, and you ascend spiritually, you know, through the wands, through the swords, and then that takes you to pentacles, which is all about, you know, the five earth, air, fire, water, spirit, you know, you're more balanced, you're wiser, you're this, you're that. However, I'm a triple Scorpio. And so I get all of that about being wiser and not leading with your emotions. But if I didn't lead with my emotions, I, I would fail at everything I did because it's just naturally how I'm hardwired. And then when you talk about the Nautilus, I just, oh my gosh, I forgot to tell you this. I just had this whole conversation with somebody a couple of weeks ago about the Nautilus and the Fibonacci sequence and, you know, the, the, the math of the perfect circle and the perfect spiral and the perfect this and the perfect that. And, and then to get the two of cups, which is the warthog. Okay. That when I, when I, when I break down, like when people ask me, what are your favorite cards in the tarot? It doesn't have anything to do with the art. It has to do with the cards. And my favorite, favorite card is the sun card. And my next favorite card um, in my deck is the two of cups, because the whole thing about having a perfect union, sacred love and loving, loving yourself and loving everyone else, warts and all, Plus, if any of you all know my, my um, backstory with pigs, I mean, warthogs are just pigs. And um, 
you know, so there was that. And then, you know, the King of Swords, I don't have any special affinity personally for the King of Swords. However, I have been obsessed with condors and buzzards my entire life. They are my birds, right? Other than the harpy eagle, which is like, that's, oh. that's the bird for me, but only, only as an, as an amazingly strong ally, I know that I'm deeply spiritually connected on a soul level to condors and buzzards, right? Um, and as I, as I learn more about harpy eagle, that might also be true that, you know, that it transcends that power animal kind of thing. So the, those cards couldn't have been, I mean, it was like she reached into my heart and said, slap, slap, slap. And I was like, okay, we're good. What one thing, yeah. <laughs> what I didn't, what I forgot to tell you yesterday, and you reminded me when you said the sun was before, before I stopped and looked at the arc deck and thought, no, I'm drawn from that deck. Um, I had picked up the light seers tarot because that's my go-to. And the first card that flipped up was the sun. And I, and that's when I was like, no, I'm going to the arc. And then thinking back I'm like oh my god that was like I shouldn't have put that back that was like um okay but here's the thing I bet you should have put it back because if you hadn't have put it back we couldn't be talking about it in this video yes absolutely and, right <laughs> and talking about it in this video it's just another testament to following your intuition because it's the most natural part of you it's who you are it is your animalistic your base animalistic instinct. Mm -hmm. And, and I believe I can't prove this, but I mean, I've read enough of science to believe, you know, maybe, maybe I'm stretching, maybe I'm marrying things like I've got cognitive bias or something where I'm just, I want it to be true. So I only pick out the parts of it that will make my theory true. That's possible. But if, if every, every act, every step, every, everything we take is based and rooted in our survival, then there've got to be, in my mind, a million decisions that we make a day, a million actions, a zillion reactions that we don't even realize that in our subconscious is, is leading us to be more alive like how do we stay alive but then as humans we we take that further not just survive but thrive and you know we could be on here for hours talking about that kind of stuff but what's crazy is just like with amy she saw that um she saw the the heard that sign on her door on her closet door and she hadn't even thought about it before then yesterday i sent her a meme that a good friend of mine sent me and it was a cat face superimposed over a giraffe's face and there was this giraffe in the same position of the eight of pentacles which was one of the cards that you that you pulled as clarification mm -hmm. or support or whatever for the three main art cards and i just looked at this because the person well it was tanya right so she, she, she posted that to me in a, in a private message and thought it was funny, but Tanya didn't know that the giraffe, which is the eight of pentacles in the art had just been a big deal the day before. 
And Tanya is who we met in Valdosta, Georgia. She brought me her friend's cats, her friends who both passed, this married couple, they both passed within nine months. They've had these cats since they were like six weeks old, four weeks old or something. And now, anyway, um, and now here's this cat. And I just, I, ha I, I was so struck by that. I thought, because I've been telling y'all this whole time, I, I don't need two more cats. I didn't want two more cats, but I was supposed to have these cats. I don't even know why. So something about these cats is, is helping move forward the eight of pentacles, which is the Lord of perfected work. And when I take a look at what has been accomplished in my camp, um, in the last couple of weeks, it's really nothing short of miraculous. I mean, through hurricanes, through kitty adoptions, through, you know, every dang thing, lines, it really is. <laughs> right. And so, you know, I always <laughs> tell people in a class or in a reading, no, don't make it fit. But how, how, how does this ring true for you? Or how is this sitting in your awareness or your heart or your gut or your psychic eye? And it's just been one thing after the other, after the other, after the other. And so at some point, I've got to believe that both Amy and I will just sit back and go and just go on about our merry business, about our merry beeswax, because spirit's got this, because we've got this and we are spirit right? And spirit is us. <laughs> we should start a metaphysical store called spirit are us. spirits are us. But, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just been crazy. And so for me as a reader, um, and I guess I'm supposed to start saying that I do healing work as well. For anybody that knows me, I have resisted that for decades. I have resisted it, resisted it, resisted it, but I, I feel like I'm being called now more than ever to work in that manner. And, and it's only been with the advent of the animal allies, you know, being so much a big part of what I do, or really the biggest part of what I do, um, because they, they offer, I, I don't even know what to call it. It's just a whole different class of healing for people. And I don't mean a class like it's more elevated or bigger or better or higher than anybody else's like Reiki or this or that. It's not, it's a different thing, but it speaks more to, to the natural part of us. It's, I think it's easier for people to receive the energy, to believe the energy and the messages because it is, you know, when people talk about it, and they always say, Bernadette, it felt like such a deep truth. Bernadette, it felt like such a deep truth. It is because it's, it's easier, I think, for us to feel the natural part than it is to believe that the magic is happening. Even though it's as natural as anything else, there's still that disconnect, I think, in people's minds. Does that make, does that make sense, Amy? Yes, you know, like absolutely. As a beginner, does that make sense to you? Absolutely. And when you're beginning, you're, you're, look, you're looking for answers. You're looking, how do I know of, you know, you just know, and you know, when it hits you and you just, you just receive it, period. And you know what? I just got schooled and I, I'm, let me just apologize to you and everybody else right now. I'll never call, I, I will never refer to somebody else as a beginner again. 
ever, ever. Oh my gosh. That is the most patently wrong, backwards, wrong energy, wrong. It's just wrong. It's like saying something is, I don't know. I don't know. It's just the opposite of right. It's just wrong because we're none of us really beginners. We just have to, you know, Colette Baron reed was the first one who taught me this. She, she always used to say, people just have to remember. They just have to remember who they are. They just have to remember this and remember. And I, I got it then, but I, I didn't, I, I got it, but I don't think it seeded so much in me until I really, until the animal kingdom came and said, okay, listen, this is what you're going to be doing from now till when you come to see us on the other side. And I was like, okay, I'm, are you kidding me? Marrying my, my two biggest things in life. Yeah, I'm in. Right. <laughs> so, but I had no idea it was going to be like this or like what it's turning into, you know, cause more and more people are waking up to this and more and more people are like, Oh, ding. So, um, so Amy, what are your plans now that all of this has happened and all of this is unfolding? What are your plans? Well, I am, um, I'm trying to build up. Well, I am, I'm not trying, I'm doing girl. Um, (laughs) words are powerful. Real. That's why they call it spelling. Yes. uh, So I'm, I'm, I'm working on doing more, uh, personal readings for people. I have y'all fire in my belly, undying passion to help people through their crap. I'm telling you, like it is, that's, that's my thing. Like I want to help people. I want to help them start healing, give them the tools because it's all going to happen internally with yourself. Nobody's going to do it for you. It's not just going to poof happen for you, but I want to be able to help point people in the right direction, give them the tools to help them to start healing themselves and realize, you know, the life that they're in and the world that they're in, that's right in front of their eyes. Um, That's just that's my thing. I want to help people. And so I'm working on doing more readings, um, launching a website soon. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I'm just, I'm so excited to see where it's taking me. And I'm just, you know, trying to just, you know, reach more people and let them know the good news about about life in general, about the world. <laughs> right. Exactly. Good news. <laughs> right. Well, I, um, you know, you, you reach more people than you know, because by virtue of us working together, you know, you're part of that thing that gets the, gets the message out and the, the, this out and the healing out and the that out to, to however many people show up and, you know, even listen to one word that, you know, that we say, or we talk about, or, you know, um, and I thank you very much for this because, you know, when you have a relationship like this with somebody, I, I very much believe in sacred contracts. And I just know Amy and I were on the other side at some point, having our little margaritas <laughs> and, um, and food. We should laying in all this out <laughs> yeah, and being like, Ooh, this will be fun. Oh, you know, um, because it's just the kookiest, the kookiest connections. And one of the things that I, you know, that I, I think is such a big testament is you just never know who's going to come into your life at what time. And you never know who's going to like take a step back for some time, but then come back in at a time. And you never know when a herd of white Buffalo or bison are going to thunder through your office. And that's, you know, I, I, I have to tell you all, I, I, I just find, 
or I have found that folks that work very closely with, with the natural side of things, some people label it shamanism. I, I mean, okay. I mean, if you have to have a label, okay. But it's really just people that will be, will, will just align with nature, with their natural self, with their, with for real nature. I mean, even if you live in some big, you know, I, I, the, I don't even know when the cheesy term concrete jungle, you know, came about, but it's as true today as it was when it started, you know, and it was a big buzzword, um, you know, no matter what it takes, like get yourself out where you can, you know, be just around whatever, or even just take yourself there telepathically, because what it will do for you will be no joke. And what, what that has to do with the visions is, I don't, maybe, maybe, maybe I transported, maybe, maybe my, maybe my body was here when they came through, but my consciousness was in a different place and they came through and talked to me. But I, I, you know, I've had people ask me before, well, what kind of things did you have to overcome to really, you know, start doing this? Well, I'm very fortunate in that I've always had a family that was like, oh, okay, you wanna do that? Okay, because they're used to me being different and they're, you know, I always take my cue from my mom and she was a pioneer in a lot of ways. She did, she did things that women just absolutely did not do at the time. And she was like, watch me. And she did. And she always said, if you're willing to work hard enough for something for long enough, you can do anything you want to do, no matter what. And so the only thing that's really held me back is I have to say, talking about visions, because you can sound psychotic, but I, I've just been told that it's so important to be authentic about that so that people don't think that if they have something like that, I mean, y'all, I'm telling you, my whole body was vibrating. I heard them. I turned around because I could hear them over my left shoulder. And that was it. And I'm telling you, I could smell them. I could feel the hot air from their breath. They stank because, you know, they're not up with, you know, getting coiffured every day. And, and all I had to do was ask them, okay, what's up? We're, tell Amy we're on our way to her house. Okay. And here all of this is unfolded. So... I hope this, I hope this, well, Amy, and thank you very much for being willing to, you know, talk about these things. And um, thank you for being my friend and my, my soul sister and just, you know, everything. Um, just thank you for every, every, everything. And I, gosh, I sincerely hope this has, uh, Sunday ceremony has been helpful for y'all. And if you have any questions, if you just want to comment, you know, to go on over to, um, to the forums, wildpackwisdom.com forward slash forums. Um, if you are of the pagan Wiccan witchy poo set um, also, and you want to get on over to witchcraftandwitches.com forward slash forums, y'all, <laughs> those forums, <laughs> they have gone buck wild. <laughs> that is the place so, to be, y'all. <laughs> let me tell you something. Over, over at Wild Pack, we're like, you know, we're sitting in our nature and we're a little more like this, but they are like, freedom! <laughs> over 
Forum, and it is a high-spirited time over there. So you know, you can go over there. But um, you know, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, pick up your copy of the Arcanal Tarragon Oracle deck. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the little ringy dingy bell thingy. But what do we say, Amy? Say it with me. What's the most important thing? <gasps> to do good, good for animals, animals including is... yourself. Oh yes. <laughs> Girl, see you. You always forget that you are so having to learn self-love. Okay, we're gonna do this again. Okay, ready? Yes. Do good for, Do animals, good for animals, including, including yourself, yourself, and, and stay, stay wild. wild. Bye, everybody. <laughs>